And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Saturday, December 18th, and we are here every single day to take the mystery out of your financial life. You know how we do that? It's very easy. All you need to do is think of a financial question. Think about something that's on your mind, maybe something that's bugging you, or maybe something that's good, or maybe something that requires an extra set of eyes and ears to think about. And uh, Mark and I would love to help you out. The way that you can get that advice is just to go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Jillonmoney.com. It's where everything lives. All of our content is there. You can sign up for our free weekly newsletter. You can listen to past shows. And of course, that contact button, it is ready. It's waiting for you to press it. Ask your question. Don't forget to let us know if you would like to join us on the air, because then Mark will send you all the information you need and we'll be able to talk through whatever it is that's on your mind. Okay, deal? Good. Perfect. Let's talk to Jennifer from Buffalo. Hi, Jill. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I love your show. So I really appreciate uh, the guidance here. Of course. Um, so I have a question about rebalancing. Everyone says at the end of the year, you have to rebalance. And I guess I'm not really sure how I'm supposed to do that. Um, we have a brokerage account that we transferred over from an advisor. And uh, we transferred everything over to Vanguard. He had us in uh, a 60-40, I think, stock bond portfolio, but he has this in 19 different funds. What? Yeah. Oh so, my God. That's exhausting. Just hearing it, that. It is. So I went through all of the funds that he has us in and I went on Morningstar and I tried to figure out what each of them was. And it's a combination of large caps, small caps, um, corporate bonds, municipal bonds, financial security bonds. So there's, there's, a lot of variety, mm-hmm. um, but I'd really like to simplify. Yeah. But okay. I'm not I'm not exactly sure how I do that. Okay, let's start with this. Jennifer, how old are you? 45. Okay, married, single? Married. Okay, how old is spouse? 45. Okay, kids? We have two kids. How old? 
um, 11 and 8. Okay, great. With the money that you transferred over, uh, there are, it sounds like there's a non-retirement account, but there are also retirement accounts. So give me the types of accounts that are transferred over right now. Well, what we transferred over was just a straight up taxable brokerage account. We do have retirement accounts. My husband and I both do. Okay. Um, And wait a second. So there are there 19 different funds in one taxable joint account? Yes. Okay. Got it. That makes it easier. Good. Okay. And you also have retirement accounts. You're both working? Yes. Okay. How much money in your retirement? Uh, My retirement account has about 750,000. Great. His retirement? He has about a million. Great. The money that's in these brokerage accounts, earmarked for anything? Is this your, is this just like supplemental retirement? Uh, Is this your money that you think you're going to pay for college? What do you think? Yeah, it's like a combination of all of that. You don't necessarily have a specific goal for it, but Mm -hmm. you just want to have it. Okay. How much money total in this taxable account? There's only about 30,000. Say that again, 30? 30, yeah. Wait a minute. (laughs) You have 19 funds with $30,000? Yeah. Okay. This is why people hate brokers. This exact example, that's maddening. Okay. First things first, it's a taxable account. Can you clearly identify winners and losers in this account? Are there some funds that are up versus down? Um, So when I transferred everything over to Vanguard, Mm -hmm. it shows me, you know, on a daily basis, whether it goes up and down. I don't know what our cost basis was exactly. So I'm not sure from when we had the different funds um, to what they are now. I'm not exactly sure about that difference. Where was this account held? What big firm was this? Maryland. Okay. Here's what I think you need to do. Let's start with the very easy thing. First of all, how much money do you guys make together? About 250 So you're doing great. Okay. Let me start with that as your big main message. You've got one and three quarter million dollars sitting in retirement accounts. Fantastic. Okay. That's fantastic. This other $30,000, you know, I I get it's just sort of a hodgepodge of stuff. I think that two things. One is you're going to go to your final Merrill Lynch account statement. So before you transferred over, whenever that was earlier this year, pull up that monthly statement. On that statement, I bet that there is a cost basis column. These assets were acquired while you were at Merrill Lynch. So it should be there. Okay. Now, Once we find out what the cost basis is, we can make a decision about what to sell, what to keep, and maybe this taxable account doesn't even need to exist. Maybe whatever the tax due is, you're just going to pay it and move on. And here's why. If you're really thinking that some of this money is for college or most of it is for college, what I would suggest is I would take the $30,000 that's in there right now and I'd open two 529 accounts for your kids, one each. I would put... 15 grand in each of these kids' accounts, and I'd call it a day. And then if you want to put more money in your taxable accounts going forward, fine. But you certainly wouldn't need to do it with 19 different funds. And if anything, you know, if you want to keep some money in the taxable accounts, I would try to harvest as much of the loss that I could. I would harvest some of the gains, meaning that some of these funds are going to be up. Some are going to be down. We need to look at your tax picture. And what I'm going to invite you to do, Jennifer, is when you locate that final, that last statement you can get your hands on for the Merrill Lynch statement, send me a screenshot. We're going to walk you through this. 
because it's going to be confusing to you. Would you consider getting out of this account and using 529 accounts? And, and the reason I ask that is twofold. One is you live in New York State. New York has a very good 529 plan. When you contribute money to the New York 529 plan, you get a New York State deduction. That's really great. And then if the money yeah. is invested over time, you pull the money out when the kids go to college, there's no tax due. In fact, this knucklehead who sold you 19 different funds should have told you to do this a long time ago. We do have 529s for the kids. Oh. We're not, um, we've been focusing more on putting the money into the brokerage just in case the kids don't go to college. Who or, says you know, your kids, happens, your kids are really, happens, right? come on, your kids are going to college. How much money is in each of the accounts? Uh, just about 2000 Okay. <laughs> so we're really, so we listen. really focus on it. Okay. I still would fund them. Um, how much money do you have in cash right now? Just emergency reserve. Uh, about 51000 All right. So that's good. I have this sneaking suspicion that we can take a bunch of the money out of these funds that are probably all larded up high fee funds, if I know anything about Merrill Lynch. We could figure out how to deploy them more efficiently. And if you want to keep a taxable account, that's fine. I would really encourage you to use the 529 plan because it seems to me, is it likely that both of your kids will not go to college? I think it's highly unlikely, right? We're, we're pinning our hopes on one of them. Exactly. <laughs> so as long as you have one, you can use the money and you don't have that much okay. money saved for college. Right. So I guess our thought was to maybe cash flow college when the time came to have the mortgage paid off, to have, you know, low expenses so that when they decided, you know, where they wanted to go or what they wanted to do, it would be something we'd cash flow instead of. Maybe. But let me, ex- but, but theoretically, it's more efficient for you to invest in a 529 plan than to invest in this taxable account because the money that goes in that taxable account has a tax liability. The money that goes into the 529 plan grows tax-free. So it seems to me that it's a better deal to use excess cash flow to get tax-free investing rather than getting taxable investing. I agree. How much money is your house worth? About 400,000. What's the mortgage remaining? 36,000. Oh, stop it. Come on now. You're kidding me, right? Stop paying down that mortgage. Put more money. You need more money in these 529 plans. Okay. You're going to be fine. You're great. I mean, forget about fine. You're amazing. You're amazing. Let's get rid of these 19 funds. Mark, how many funds do we think we can use? Four? Uh, Maybe one. I might pick one fund. And then we're going to come up with a game plan for you. Oh, thank you so much. It is my pleasure. I look at these 19 funds and I'm like, oh my God, I don't even know what to do with these. Could you imagine, by the way, if... This person got his or her hands on your retirement accounts. How many funds you could have? You might have 25 funds each. So, Jennifer, Mark wants to know, do you think that the person who sold you 19 different funds is just a dope or trying to screw you in some way? Um, So he made it very clear that he was only helping us because of uh, my husband's dad was uh, is a client of his, and he manages a lot of his money. Yeah, because we only had this thirty thousand dollars, and I think he he we obviously told him how much we had in retirement, and yeah. he probably saw mm. that oh, with mm. these kids retire. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to get he that made money. It's very clear that he doesn't normally work with people that have under two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. What a um, what a complete blank, if you know what I mean. 
That yeah. ridiculous. Okay. The good thing about this also is that um, I hate to like project forward, but like if your father-in-law dropped dead, you would immediately move your money out from underneath him. So anyone who's out there managing the parents' money to say to the next generation, we don't usually do this, but we're going to just do it as a courtesy for you. And then you screw the kid by selling 19 funds. That's not a great way to retain the client relationship. Just shh, little trick I've learned in financial services. You should be nice to everybody and do right by them. Okay, it's very easy, you see. All you need to do is do exactly what Jennifer did. She went to the website. Maybe she went there for another reason. Maybe she says, huh, I wonder what Jill's hair looked like on TV last week. Maybe that was it. Nah, she's probably deeper than that. And maybe you're deeper than that. Maybe you want to look at our resource section where we've got a lot of good stuff that might help you out. Maybe you want to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. It's all there. It's all on the website. So jillonmoney.com, that is the key. As always, we do like to remind you to please put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. You never know who might need a little pat on the back, right? It's really helpful and it'll make you feel good. It really will. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 